Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Hi guys, welcome back to Get Up and Grow Girl. This weekend, I have had the laziest weekend and it's been really, really nice. I've literally done hardly anything. I've spent so much time in my house, which I used to hate, but now I love it so much and I realise what other people see in it, just staying wrapped up where it's warm, in bed, on the sofa. It's been amazing and I've just finished my book for January. So I set myself a challenge to read a book every month this year and January's book has just been finished and that is really what sparked me to come up with this episode. I was kind of unsure where I was going to go this week and the book gave me the answers which is another reason why we should all read because the answers are in the books. So I have just read this book and it's been amazing. I feel like it's one of those that really can you connect with and every time you turn a page there's something valuable on that page that changes the way that you look at the world and that you understand the world and also understand yourself. I feel like I learn a lot about myself from this book but I quite like going and sitting in Starbucks or a coffee shop and just reading. I actually spent my birthday doing this that's how we know I've become the ultimate Buddha was that I spent the morning of my birthday sitting reading a self-help book and it was amazing no regrets zero regrets (laughs) I'm definitely becoming an old woman but as much as I love this book and as much as I've really become quite comfortable with being exactly who I am there's still this element that I still find myself falling into the trap of a little bit which is that when I'm reading this book, I'm a little bit embarrassed by the cover. It's a self-help book. It's called The New Codependency. And I find myself sitting in Starbucks with the cover on the table, leaning over, posture's a mess, just so that nobody sees the cover. Because I can't help but feel that negative stigma that comes with self-help. And although I'm completely comfortable with why I'm doing it, I still feel the need to let it be my little secret and not have to have everyone see it and make their judgments. So this led me to thinking about it. I was actually thinking of sharing this book on Instagram and then I thought, oh, but I don't want people to think I'm fucked up or (laughs) I've got issues, um, which I do definitely have issues. We all have issues. But for some reason, the word codependency, I think sounds much more severe and I just didn't want to put it out there in case people thought that I've got some serious issues and that I'm really dependent on other people or on even like a substance or something like that because that's what the word codependency usually implies is some sort of dependency on food, alcohol, drugs and this book kind of took it to a new level and it talks about codependency in the sense of with other people, also with uh, substances and things like that and it's funny because I'm a 25 year old girl who's a PT. I've never been interested in any substances. I'm very PG as I always joke about. And yeah, I'm sitting there reading this book that most people think is about alcoholism and drugs. And it just got me thinking and it just got me thinking about the whole self-help thing. And I really wanted to address this because I think 
that it does have a bit of a stereotype attached to it. And so often we think that it's something to be ashamed of. And that is exactly what Get Up and Grow Girl is trying to change and to reframe. And it's trying to show that self-help can be sexy. Maybe not sexy, but glamorous. It's definitely not as fuddy-duddy as it seems. I know that when I used to think of the word self-help, I would think of a Bridget Jones type character sat in baggy pyjamas on the sofa who's just got divorced reading a self-help book. Someone middle-aged, someone who's not having a great time in life. That's the image we get. And actually, I want to challenge that. And I want to say that self-help is for you if you are doing amazing in life, you're already smashing it, but you want to be better. Self-help is for you if you are not doing so well and you're not where you want to be. I think self-help is for everyone. About a year ago, I was reading another book, 12 Rules for Life, one of the other ones that I love. And again, the title of that sounds very self-help in the stereotypical sense, as if it's telling you how to live your life, when really it's much more about philosophy, different ways of looking at life, different perspectives on the purpose and meaning of life. And to me, that's a big part of what self-help is. It's about reading lots of different perspectives and ways of looking at life, ways of living life, ways of understanding life, and then using all that knowledge to decide on your own outcome and your own idea of what you really think the purpose is. You've got to read all of these different types. So it's not necessarily take this and take it for fact, but it's about interpretation, use critical thought, embrace all this different type of information, and then grow and formulate your own ideas. So I was reading this book, and somebody saw it, and they said, oh, what's the name of that book? And again, I was holding it downwards. I told them, and they said, oh, okay, is it good? I said, yeah. And they said, well, that's cool, but I'm kind of over the whole self-help thing now. I'm, I'm done with that. I've done enough of that. And I'm, you know, I'm ready to start living now. And I was like, hmm. One, I felt a little bit put down. I felt like that was a little bit of a put down, which, you know, I didn't like that much because I felt like, no, I've, you know, I'm not in some place where I can't start living. I haven't got these severe issues, but I just want to be better. And then I reflected on it a bit and I thought, if you think your self-help is done, then you're a little bit closed in your mindset because to me, it's never done. There's never nothing more to learn. We're always going to keep learning more. And if you do kind of feel like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to learn anything else across the whole spectrum of things. Because to me, growth is not just about learning about yourself. It's about learning about the world. Yes, yourself, everything. But if you think that's done, then you're limiting yourself to a place where you're not allowing yourself optimum growth and you don't maybe understand this idea of a grow girl rich recognizes that it's not an end goal we're trying to get towards it's to continue to grow as much as we can in our lives and become the best that we can be in terms of the happiest the most well-rounded and peaceful that we can be coming back to this book that i've been reading it's something that as i was reading it i felt like actually there's nothing wrong with me. I felt ashamed to share it that I was reading it because I thought people might think there was something wrong with me. And then I realized there's nothing wrong with me here. If anything, when I'm reading this, I'm realizing that this is a common human pattern that we fall into. We all fall into this, what I now understand to be codependency, which is more about 
struggling with feelings, which happens within us, and a dependency on others in sen- in a sense of if somebody makes us feel a certain way, we try to solve that by making the person stop. Yeah, by, by changing that person or by changing the stimulus rather than dealing with the emotion that it causes us. So the biggest thing I learned from this book was that people may trigger feelings, but the feeling is ours and it's our responsibility. And if somebody makes us feel something, the job isn't to make them stop it. It's not to stop the stimulus, it's to deal with the reaction. This is something that as I've been reading it, I've just been becoming even more peaceful, even more happy. And just really like I've gained so much from this book because it's something that I think Yes, I've definitely done it in relationships and friendships, just in life. If Even if you have an encounter with someone in the shop or at work or something and someone says something you don't like, so often that can have such a big effect on us. And it's just commonplace. We accept this in society that, yeah, of course you should be pissed off if someone said this to you. And yes, you'll have an emotional reaction to that. But it's this whole new realm of realizing, oh, but why should I? Do I have to? Do I have to get pissed off every time someone says something to me? Or do I have to let these feelings drag me down for so long or can I just feel them and then release them it's called catch and release this theory that the book talks about because I thought if all humans are completely affected by everything that happens around us that every time somebody says something we don't like it it really really affects us to the point where it it changes our reality then how are we ever going to live a happy life So this book was a breath of fresh air because it was a new way of looking at it and showing that actually this is something that we take to be normal, but it doesn't have to be like this. And my point in sharing this quite long example, it's that you don't have to be broken to start building. You don't have to be in a really bad place to engage in self-help. It's almost like a preemptive motion in a sense of learning more about how humans work, how you work and reading other books and seeing if you associate with certain patterns and listening to podcasts and all of these things is a preemptive measure because that way you become aware of all these issues. You see if any of them apply to you. You learn things about how to deal with situations, how to deal with your emotions, how to deal with everything before it needs to blow up in your face. So yes, I do believe that we learn so much from all the bad experiences we have and the mistakes we make, and they're so important and they shouldn't be removed from our lives. But self-help can be a way of making these things smoother or having less of them in our lives or almost relieving the pressure of them. So again, it's just a very short episode where I just wanted to tell you that maybe you feel a little bit pushed down by the notion that self-help means there's something wrong with you or that oh you haven't done the work yet or you're in this place where you're not ready to live yet and you need to fix these issues we all have issues if anyone says they don't then they're lying we all have issues but you can get to this place where you're completely flowing with them you're in like synergy with your issues which is where I feel right now and who knows a new one might pop up tomorrow but I feel like I know which issues I've got and I'm working with them and I have them but they don't have this hold on me that maybe they once did and that's the whole point of of this book as well is that it's about feel your feelings. I think one of the quotes was feel your pain, 
feel through your pain and then it will leave by itself. And that's the whole point of embrace what you feel. Don't put a plaster over it. If you've ever been made to feel like maybe it's a bit embarrassing or you should be ashamed or you should hide the fact that you're engaging in some sort of self-help. If you are reading books that are a little bit out there like I'm doing and that maybe I shouldn't share so much about in theory by social standards, then reframe that and just remember that you're not broken because you're trying to discover more. If anything, you have already made this change in your mind where you've been able to let go of your comfort zone and this idea where we'd like to stay that everything is fine and that you're completely done and you don't need any help and you've been able to be like no okay I'm not perfect being I have these issues that's the hardest part I think or even not even that you have these issues but that I know I don't know everything and I want to learn more that's that's a hard thing to to say but you should be proud if you're there because you've already made that step And what it shows is that you are completely open to growth. You are somebody who wants to learn and wants to take in all the information and be your best self. So do it with pride and don't be embarrassed. I know it's easier said than done, but just a little reminder that I feel it too, but just push through the feeling, feel the feeling and do it anyway. Keep growing. Until next time, grow girls. Goodbye.